So you're having a big heightened emotional experience and you don't know what to do. Let's talk about how you can take a beat and get feeling better. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. So on the podcast today, I want to help you when you're in this stressful situation, realizing that you've got some big heightened emotions, or you're supporting a child or a partner that has big heightened emotions, and you need some coping skills. Let's jump into my favorite tactic I like to call beat. And you may have heard me talk about this before, where I will mention, hey, let's take a beat. It's actually intentional. It is an acronym that I'm going to walk you through today because listen, emotions are not the enemy. They never have been. I hope they never will be. Emotions are just information about how we are interpreting the world around us. And an emotional experience is something that we can just anticipate to have in our humanness. There's nothing wrong with it because it is normal and human. There's going to be ones that are going to be more fun to experience, and there's going to be ones that maybe are not as much fun to experience. So what do you do if you're in the thick of it? Big emotions for yourself or for the people you're supporting? Let's talk about it. Take a beat. This is my very favorite tactic in helping you to literally utilize research-based tactics to help decrease this stress response in your body and to make deliberate, thought-based, intentional choices, not just responsive to those emotions. So B is breathe. And I literally want you to stop, drop, and breathe. (laughs) Why do we do that? When we drop to the ground, we're able to take away the flightiness, the expansiveness, the out-of-controlness, and literally come down to solid earth to be able to help us with grounding with the room that we're in. If you're outside, even better to get to the ground, but literally stopping, dropping everything that you're doing, including the thought, the activity, the exchange that you're having, and just focus on your breathing. Box breaths are really easy to do. So that would just be a simple inhaling four, hold for four, and exhaling for eight. Really easy. We're just looking to extend the breath, increase the oxygenation to the mind, and help to settle the body. Breath is such a powerful thing in helping you to manage motions, by the way. And it's so cool because it's going to activate that prefrontal cortex, your thinking brain, and help give oxygen, an increase of nitric oxide in the body, which is literally what your cells use to repair. So not only are we helping the brain, but we're activating the whole body to get online. And listen, when I am in the throes of a big heightened emotion, I know that my breathing becomes more shallow. I know that my heart rate increases. I know that my blood pressure goes up. And so the cool thing about breathing is that it takes us out of that physiological response and back into a more intentional one. So even if you just do this, you're going to have a more deliberate response in those heightened emotional experiences. 
Now, listen, you can stick there and breathe for a hot minute (laughs) as long as you need to, to be able to help calm that nervous system down. That fight or flight response will respond very effectively to breathing if we can pair it with something else really powerful. And that's what E is, which is eliminate mind chatter, specifically the spiral thoughts, the ones that are defensive, angry, anxiety, worry. All of those are typically emotions that have with them a lot of mind chatter. Oh, I wish they wouldn't have done that. Oh, shoot. I wish I wouldn't have done that. We get thinking these really elaborate components as to why we should have done this or not done this or replaying the scenario, getting ourselves worked up even more. An emotion is actually a secondary response to thought every single time. So we have to pair management of our emotions with management of our thoughts at the same time. So this is the time to eliminate that mind chatter, really just stop it, just stop the spiral which I think is sometimes our biggest challenge, but pairing it with breathing, woo, that will give you the intentionality that I really know can help with that mind chatter. And here's what I do, because eliminating is is a really big challenge a lot of the time. I pair it with the next letter, A, activate safety. In feeling whatever it is that you're gonna feel, here's some words that you can use. I am safe to feel whatever I'm feeling right now. Control lies in my focus, not in this external situation. I am creating intention. I am safe to feel. And if you are like me, potentially you're healing some of these old wounds around shame in certain emotions. And so being that self-parent right then in that moment to say, you're safe, little one. It's okay to feel anger. It's okay to feel defensive. It's okay to feel anxiety. That is going to be a powerful element to helping you to actually feel the emotions without this spiraling emotional response paired with it. So quick recap here. We're going to stop, drop, and breathe. Literally drop to the ground and practice some box breaths. Just deepening that breath, increasing our nitric oxide, increasing our thoughtfulness. Then we're going to E, eliminate mind chatter. Stop the spiral of defensiveness, anxiety, worry, or anger and activate safety in feeling. That's the A. I am safe to feel. Whatever I'm feeling right now is okay. (laughs) Control lies in my focus, and my focus is acceptance. That's so powerful, especially together. And then here is where the processing happens. This is so powerful when you take a beat this way. T is talk, specifically positive self-talk. So we are, we're trying to come back into ourselves and say, okay, <laughs> what I'm feeling right now is anger, defensiveness in this situation. Perhaps I was feeling unsafe. Someone crossed a boundary of mine. You're coming back in and saying things like, when I feel this way, I can tell it's important to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be having this heightened emotional response. This is a time if you're feeling so deactivated that you could welcome in other talk as well. You just want to make sure that it's coming from a point of view that's positive, meaning we're not going into blame mode. We're not going into uh, victim mode. We're not going into this space 
where we're projecting our heightened emotions on a sequence that someone else has elicited from us. But instead, we can take that self-perspective and power and saying, you know what? I know that this is important to me. That's why I'm having a heightened emotional response right now. So I need to tell you how I'm feeling. The story I'm telling myself from this situation is, and I'm not feeling safe right now. I'm not feeling listened to. I'm not feeling understood right now. If that's going to help elicit a positive response in the exchange with someone else, otherwise just stick to your self-talk, okay? Which is such a powerful element of that, that first step of effective communication anyway. It's really communicating to self, what is it that I'm experiencing right now? How can I elicit safety within myself? So really quick, here's the beat. Breathe, eliminate mind chatter, activate safety, and that talk, whether that's to self or in a positive, reframing, empowering way to the others in your support system. I know that taking a beat is going to help change so many things for you (laughs) in your emotional regulation. This is the thing. I think that we can, in theory, talk about the self-parenting and not trying to take victim mode and, and, and really a lot around our emotional intelligence. But when it comes to the rubber hitting the road, when things get challenging, because I know they will, I know they will, I actually think it's quite an intentional part of our human experience is to call into our field things that are going to challenge our current ways of thinking. When those things come up, what do you do? Do you revert back to old ways and old wounding? Or do you show up in a way that's powerful, that's intentional, that really does give you the best broadcast point when it comes to your emotions, which are emanating from you? I want to just talk to you about the importance of, one, you actively practicing this, and then two, practicing it in front of your children, practicing it in front of your partner. (laughs) You are the leader in your home and in your life. Your ability to regulate well your emotions is the only thing you can control fully, but it won't be the only thing you influence. Watch how when you're utilizing beat, when you're regulating your emotional state, when you're just keeping track and keeping dibs of how that emotional state is for yourself, watch how when you're being more regulated, meaning you're not missing out on the heightened emotions, because when we take out the lows, we also take out the highs. (laughs) You're just having those fluctuations up and down. That's totally normal. But when you're, when you're swinging into those low experiences, ones where it elicits some of those emotions that aren't as fun to experience, but then you come in with some emotional intelligence, emotional regulation, just watch how the emotional state of your home shifts when you shift your emotional state. I know it's, it's fabulous. It's kind of like a a Wi-Fi signal transmitting into your house. It emanates from you because you truly are a leader in your home. And one, I think you're going to be happier, generally speaking, knowing that when those negative emotions or experiences come, that you can be resilient to come back to that general neutral state of joy. But two, how cool will that be for the people in your environment to know that even if you have a challenge, Even if we have a situation where you are going to have a heightened emotional response, that they know that they're not going to be in the line of fire. 
that they can trust that you're going to get yourself back in order in a way that's not going to do damage to yourself and to others. Think about that. I think that would really shift a lot in the home for sure. This is what I want to just end with. Emotions can be powerful teachers as to what we value. And when we have those emotions that we typically label as negative emotions, I try to not label them that way, but ones that are just a little bit more uncomfortable, we have an opportunity to understand further some areas that need some healing or some areas that are just important to us that have been neglected or hurt. So emotions truly are teachers. They bring a lesson back to us of a positive way that we can move forward, whether that's having better clarity around what we believe or around an area that needs a little bit of attention and healing. So I want you as a challenge today to practice taking a beat whenever you need it, to get so familiar with it that you can practice it even without the reminders, that your family can see you utilizing it, and that you can teach your family members how to do the same. And I I would be pretty dang surprised if things didn't shift in the emotional state in your home. It's all about living and responding intentionally, especially as we intentionally respond with compassion towards this underlying belief or unmet expectation. That's a big part of what we're doing here in this podcast. And I hope in your overall healing journey, it's being intentional, realizing that you do not have to live a life of responsiveness to your surroundings, but you can look at it and say, wow, this is a cool chance for me to practice my coping skills. And it's not going to lay me out. Not like it used to. I'm going to be the one who's in charge of my emotional state. And I'm going to protect the things and the people that I love most because I'm dang good at it. I'm dang good at regulating those emotions. (laughs) So I'm really excited to hear how you practice taking a beat in your life and with your family. And as usual, remember that these skills and tactics are a key part of you living your best life, living really well and joyously. And that's what I want for you to help you live well, look well, be well. I'm rooting for you and I will see you next time. Thanks friend for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now remember personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com and explore options that will best fit you, whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember, your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.